Dane and Derek is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. You can find content warnings in the episode description. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Welcome to our little corner of the internet in the year 2023. This is Dane and Derek season three. And my name is Derek. And this is our show where we talk about art, Dungeons and Dragons, life and ma and more. Um, and this is our third season. Woo! Woo! Uh, 2023 sounds weird. Gonna be honest. Gonna be yeah. real honest about that. Um, I'm just not I'm not used to it yet. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird one. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm Dane. And I'm, I'm a writer. I'm a law student lover of tabletop rpgs and art and stuff in general generally a lover of things mm. yeah yeah you're definitely a lover not a fighter agreed agreed <laughs> yeah most people who would know me would probably agree with that yeah not terribly fighty no no which is you know probably a good thing uh, yeah you know it is it is i mean i, I will say when i play characters in D and I tend to be a bit of a damage seeker and game breaker, but that's like the only area of my life where I tend to be that way. It's um, your outlet for all the times you choose not to. Yes. 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 Yeah. Indeed. Well, um, uh, do you want to, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, season three? Cause this is, this is like the beginning of it for real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So at the end of last year, we made some ch- hopes and vows to change to make some changes to the show uh one of which will be that we're going to be having episodes hopefully every other week now still the same half hour ish format but we're we also going to release like a nearly two hour thing with clara recently yeah yeah half an hour mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've been very bad <laughs> it's hard with guests anyways keep going i interrupted yes, no yeah it's definitely hard with guests um and so we're going to be doing um, uh, what's it called? We're going to be we're going to have different segments on the show now. And so. Yeah, we're, we're going to have two segments, one from each of us, uh, which, mm-hmm. Dane, I guess you can tease the first segment. Yeah. So uh, the first segment we're going to be doing is like a one minute check in with me about law school, basically. Um, just kind of like it. it I'm I'm still only a semester in, so it's kind of going to be a fun thing to be like, how am I doing? What's going on? Like, just interesting things that come up. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what that is. It, I, and maybe this is this whole this whole project is about is mostly for you and I. So um, it'll be kind of fun for at least me to be able to like listen back and kind of hear a little bit of a audio diary of it. So that's kind of what that is. Yeah. And then for me, on the flip side, I'm going to be doing like a one minute um, film teaser, which is going to or a film update, which is like me updating everyone on the progress of me making my next short film. Uh, See, I love to, that. Yeah. It's is that like a is that like an accountability thing for you a little bit? Yeah, an accountability thing. And also, I think, uh, you know. We talk a lot about movies, but I haven't mm. talked too much about the movies I'm making. This is true. Yeah. And so and hopefully honestly, this will be like another space for me to also like think through like 
the film I'm making as I'm making it, which I, I, I haven't really, I mean, like we, I used to like vlog in high school and so I haven't like done something like that since then. So this will kind of be like that. Yeah. A um, good experiment. Yeah. Also, I find that you, from my experience of working with you, when you, um, when you put stuff out there, when you say you're doing things, when you like that tends to help you follow through. Mm. in a way that for me it usually doesn't uh, like I, I've realized more and more that I, I will work quietly and furtively until suddenly I will have a thing um, but you might never know um, that I was working on something like that um, mm, gotcha yeah so I think um, we'll probably start doing we'll start doing these like these updates pretty regularly um, we got to get through next week next uh episode two of season three before my law school one comes in for realsies because i'm basically derek is uh, indulging me and i'm just gonna get 30 minutes to rant um <laughs> you know uh but yeah. yeah expect expect those that'll be a fun experiment for us and honestly if it doesn't work it doesn't work and we'll change it that's how that's how this whole damn thing's been so yeah, yeah. but I think this is a nice segue into the today's topic, which is just a creative check-in because it's the beginning of the year. Um, and it's been a little while since we've done that. We've done a lot of guests lately. Um, we've missed a lot of episodes lately. Yeah. Um, because life is that way. So mm -hmm. why don't you, why don't you set this up? Like what's going on with what's going on on your end? Yeah. So on my end, I'm making some movies this year. I've been starting to pitch a short film around old Tinseltown <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, trying to basically like find financing and start building a crew and a cast to make probably what will be the biggest short film I've ever done. Um. Biggest so that's like, in what sense? Biggest in terms of like scale, scope, and probably budget. Um, nice, cool. Because I think I think Bros of the Realm still holds the most amount of money I've mm -hmm. spent on a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something like three or four grand. And I think this will be definitely more than that. Um, which Fantastic. is scary. Uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a lot of a lot of cash and so and mm -hmm. the, the the difference between like that is like you know we indiegogo'd that right, right. Um, at a time when crowdfunding was still pretty new yep. um and so now it's probably this the financing process for this will probably be a mix of finding individual investors as well as uh a kickstarter or something plus like calling in like favors or discounts with like connections I've made over the last however many years I've been doing this. Um, so, which I think, I think this year will be, I think 15 years of doing film stuff, uh, which is pretty wild. Um, so yeah, it'll be a combination of things to try and get it made. And, you know, hopefully just like the last short, hopefully it will play at festivals and stuff. Um, Nice. So yeah. Um Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. Um because as we've discussed here, I I stepped out of doing anything film many years ago now and didn't really pursue it all that professionally. Um so my question is 
when you say like going and finding investors, typically when people think about an investment, they get a return on said investment um, in the form of like money plus. Is, is that what you're doing? You're offering people that or are you or, or are you doing more of like the find patrons thing? People who just want yeah. to help make cool stuff and have the funds to do that. Yeah, it is definitely more find patrons than nice. uh, find investors just because in the world of short films, getting a return on investment, the return on investment is more, uh, it's less financial. It's a lot more uh, like it puts you in the right places to get your work seen so you can get that gig that gets people a return on investment. So right. Um, yeah, I guess it is definitely more patrons than investors um, and donors and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's really exciting, though. Stressful, but exciting. Yeah, yeah. I I've been very lucky to have had some really supportive, like consulting collaborators. The these last mm. like two months of me kind of getting the script out there to other people that aren't just like my close knit circle of people that I really trust. Yeah, and I've been very lucky that they've been that the feedback I've been getting has been very positive, and it's moving at a pretty steady pace. Um, and uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of like steps to that process, and I'll probably talk about it um, like later. But yeah, it's 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 a very different it's very different than how I've previously done films, and that's been scary and exciting at the same time um because i think it's it's uh it's keeping the process interesting for me which is nice um it's, and it's something it, i'll have to get used to doing so absolutely and it, and it sounds it sounds interesting because you often talk about how you want to be in a position um sorry i don't mean to like grunt about I, i'm very sore today uh, <laughs> I, I just got back into doing exercise regularly after you know holidays um and i'm feeling it ah sorry anyways but you you often <laughs> talk about how you like to constantly be pushing boundaries mm -hmm. um because it's how you grow as an artist and it sounds like you're doing a lot of boundary pushing on the production side and i don't mean that in the terms of like um uh like there's there's there's, there's the production side in the terms of like uh, visual effects and um that sort of thing um and then there's the there's the production side in the terms of um putting on a production creating a production and it sounds like on that latter end you're doing a lot of pushing so i'm just i'm just curious um are you is your script and all of it like do you feel like you're pushing on all foundries on all cylinders right now or to greater or lesser extents um or do you mm. feel like you're like i'm i'm really i'm writing my my skills already built in like the script writing area and like that sort of thing so that i can just make a really good final product instead of like really pushing my boundaries as as a as a filmmaker such that like i might fail on that side um I don't know. I'm just, I'm just curious because also it sounds like there are some things you probably can't talk about too much in this regard. So I'm, I'm curious about this at least. Yeah, I think. Hmm. Hmm. 
I mean, I, I will say, like, I think over the last two, three, maybe four years, I've gotten a lot better at screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And I think this film, this short film, is probably the best example of my screenwriting and how far my screenwriting will probably go. Um, like, it's not that there's not much more room for me to, like, grow as a screenwriter, mm-hmm. but it is checking all the boxes of what I hope screenwriting will help me accomplish as a filmmaker. And so this is definitely more of like pushing me, I think solely as a director. I see. Cause I think the last few projects, you know, like in, in our little independent world, we, you know, we wear a lot of hats and I think this film, just like the last film where I kind of removed a lot of the hats I wear on set, this film, I'm removing a lot of the hats I wear in that development pre-production period. Mm. And so it's it's more on that process of like going through the actual kind of more traditional by the book filmmaking process of going out and you know finding a producer, getting permits, doing a casting call, going and reaching out to agents to try and cast actors. Um it's more of that process that I'm really pushing myself on as well as the like there's a lot of materials I have to like make to pitch my film. Like um, the big one that I'm working on right now is a lookbook. It's like a PowerPoint presentation with photographs and text that basically needs to summarize my screenplay and give people a good idea of how I'm going to make the film, what it's going to look and feel like and the characters in the script. And that's like something that is very much that's going to be used throughout the whole process of me as a director guiding the crew and finding the resources to make the film. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah. So definitely the more that pre-production development period of filmmaking is where I think there's more of a push. And then from like a production scale, like I think like I set my sights pretty big on this. I was like looking at what my peers were doing, what shorts at like Sundance or South by Southwest or Toronto International Film Festival or Tribeca were we're doing mm-hmm. and i was kind of like i need to somehow land somewhere in that solar system mm-hmm. uh, and so it's been a lot more of that kind of work and like instead of like condensing a camera operator you know a camera operator lighting designer first ac and like you know director of photography into one person like really making sure that the film has the resources to have every single one of those jobs as a person for the department. Right. So Absolutely. it's been a lot of that. So, yeah. So I'm imagining still like you, you said a bunch of film festival names and short films in those regards. And even those, um, that caliber of short filmmaking tends to be still somewhat restrained in terms of like, scope of storytelling scope of um set sets and um locations and all of that stuff so i'm I'm a man it sounds to me from your description is this is a this is a challenge of um polish not a challenge of um capability if that makes sense this isn't this this project is not about honing skills it's about um doing the absolute best 
based on the skills you already have. Yes. Which very different challenge. Um, yeah, a very different challenge. And it's, I think it's a challenge that I often shy away from mm-hmm. because it's a lot easier to live with. It's a lot easier to live with knowing you can't than to try your best and fail. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because if you're doing like a skill challenge thing where it's like, wow, this really wasn't a good film, but you know, I learned a lot and you can see here, 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 and here. I did great. You know, it's yeah. a test. It's not. Whereas with this sort of challenge, like, well, you kind of need to have made a good film at the end. You, you, you know what I mean? Which is a very different thing, right? Because you can't fall back on like, yeah, it wasn't a really good film, but look at the cinematography. You can be like, yeah, you, you've made like three other films with just as good cinematography. That's not the impressive thing here. That wasn't your goal now, was it? You know? Exactly. So that's awesome though. That's really, really cool. And all my faith in you is something I will say. I have a lot of faith in you. Yeah, Um, no, thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. I mean, you have read the script. um, And for those listening, I'll just say the name of the film. um, And then as we go, I'll, I'll say what I can as, as we go. But the name of the film is, year of the monkey um and it's it's uh it's a it's like the last few films i've done it's not only very personal but it's also um very i guess yeah simple um which is nice (laughs) um i think i think it's 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 uh hopefully gonna be a film that um that like in a in a in a world where like if this was the last short film i made or if this was the only big short film i get to make at this scale like at the end of it all i i the the you know i like i'll be proud that i that i that it was this one right like that is that is how i feel about it i really yeah. believe in my own idea which <laughs> i don't do all the time um that's key though that's yeah. really key Mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah so that's like that's like the big kind of short film project i've got and then mm-hmm. I, like there's some other film projects but they're a bit like the timeline's a bit longer um like i'm working on a doc project nice um which is fun it's a lot of editing it's a lot of organizing i just got a hard drive yesterday to like put all the files on because i didn't have a hard drive big enough uh for all the footage sounds like a documentary Um, to me yep exactly Uh, i remember when i made a few documentary documentaries um back in high school and those were for like three to 12 minute documentaries i remember having like 12 hours of footage maybe more for each yeah it's just a different it's a different beast yeah, completely. And so that's so the, so between the short film and the doc project, those are kind of like my two projects with stakes because the doc project is with an organization, um, mm. which is really great having like support from like an organization to like make something. Um, but that timeline is like going to be two years maybe. Um, so I've 
I have a lot of time and not a lot of time at the same time, but I have a lot more time than I do with the short. And it's not that I even don't have a lot of time with the short. It's just a couple of people have have basically laid out how I can make the short. And mm-hmm. now I have no excuse. Uh, <laughs> I can't trick myself out of it. Um, I have no excuses. So I have to just go do it now. So it's which like, you know, I'm very grateful for those people that have removed those barriers that I had put up in my head. So, mm-hmm. um, so those are like the two big projects. And then I've been, uh, I don't know, I'm making a commitment to being off of social media in a more meaning in a more intentional capacity this year um to focus more on filmmaking and like really like using film as a space for both my narrative work and my professional work but also as like a personal space i think mm-hmm. kind of like how you have uh the substack um i, I have what was that I have left abandoned for a little while now. I want to change that, but it's been a little, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think for a little bit, <laughs> but like, you know, to that point of like having like a, a thing that makes you repeatedly do the thing you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. I am going to be putting up a lot. I'm going to be trying to do a lot more on my Vimeo account. Um, making like little films, little vlogs, little tests, little experiments to kind of scratch that um, that skill that like making a project with the intention of learning a skill kind of itch that I always have. Yeah. Um, and also I pay for Vimeo and I'm on a legacy plan now. So I want to use that legacy plan because it's a great legacy plan. I get a lot of space, so I might as well use it yeah absolutely so yeah creatively i'm feeling pretty good i'm feeling very recharged and i feel like i have a direction which is nice Mm -hmm. and i'm excited to see how it goes over the course of the whole year how about you i've been talking for quite a bit now (laughs) well here's the thing professionally you do creative things so i'm not surprised you have a little bit more to say um (laughs) i appreciate so let me you actually know the, the the biggest change in my creative uh stance so to speak yes at at the moment because i what was it like two three days ago i sent you uh a more or less finished novel and novella um Mm -hmm. i finished both last year uh i i did two drafts two additional drafts of each over last year um and now they're at the point where a number of people who have read them who I respect very deeply and respect their writing skills. And I, they are, they are telling me roughly that I'm in the tinkering phase. And so I've, I've done a lot of send outs to um, kind of like the next circle out um, of people who, um, who I want to see to, to, to read it. Um, these tend to be, these are either people who's, um, writing acumen i uh respect even more so because of uh, their professional experience or their former instructors of mine things like that or people who i deeply respect their like creative in- intuitions um but who are not like writers so that's you for example you are a writer yeah. you write screenplays but you don't write novels yeah i don't write um, novels <laughs> yeah so like 
that next round of people. Um, I'm going to collect some feedback on that, probably some fourth and fifth drafts. Uh, and then I'd like to shop them around. Uh, novellas are notoriously tricky to find homes for due to the fact that they are novellas. Uh, it's just a weird length. It's a tough length for people um, because they're just a little on the short side and a little on the long side, um, depending on the publishing space. Um, a novel is a little bit cheaper, uh, or not cheaper, <laughs> uh, a little bit easier just because that's like a really standard format. Um, and novels are strange due to the fact that like it's an arbitrary word count, you know, yeah. um, like some of the greatest novels of all time are probably technically novellas by most counts. That's stuff like um, of mice and men, for example, does not hit the 60,000 word length. I don't believe. Um, right. Whereas, and some novels like the, like the Lord of the Rings are half a million words technically. Right. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's complicated, right? And in, in certain genres, like the fantasy genre, um, you're expected to write longer and others you're expected to write shorter. Um, and they also need to be like a sellable pitch. Um, I'm a little bit, I'm somewhat, I am not afraid of my pitch for my novel, which the, the, the current going title is Western constellations. I may have said that before, but the basic premise is, um, a retelling of Hercules's story um, with some like gender bending. It's also set in relatively modern day um, Southwestern Colorado. Um, and so it's kind of in the like, Oh, it's like, Oh brother, where art thou? But about Hercules and set in modern day U S West basically. Um, and one of the, the other main character is actually uh, Habe, which is Hercules's final wife, um, who is the cup bearing goddess uh, of Olympus. And I really wanted to just tell the story of how Hercules calms the fuck down because afterwards he basically gets a happily ever after with that goddess. Um, but it's very, I, I'm like literally Her Hercules's whole life is a story of just like anger and tragedy and, thievery and violence and <laughs> yeah and so like how does that person get to calm the fuck down and so it's kind of that story while hercules is she well in my story hercules is a she she is telling the labors back to habe um so kind of get to the best of both worlds there um and i and typically that's kind of a easy sellable pitch i need to work on the like elevator pitch i need to tighten it up a little bit but um, that's the sort of like novel. It's not as esoteric as like the novella, which I can best describe as like modern folklore. It's super dreaming, magical realism. Anyways, um, so those are those are done. Um, well, as done as they're going to be for now. Uh, and so that leaves me in this interesting space where also I've been. I've been back in school, which has taken up a huge amount of time. So I've not done as much writing as I would love to. Um, and a lot of my creative projects have sort of stepped aside or become different. Like music for me is now just a thing I do to relax. Like I play the piano almost every day, but that basically just looks like me playing music and learning a new piece every now and then. It's not a huge thing. Um, 
and and also my creative creativity comes out in different outlets like i spend a lot of energy working on tabletop role-playing campaigns because it's a creative outlet but it doesn't take a lot out of me and there's no pressure on it um but it, it has meant that i've done a lot of editing this past semester because i think about life in semesters again hooray um <laughs> and it's been a lot more editing and it's a lot less generative writing on um, like the, mm. the truly creative side the stuff that i really really like to do um and so i found myself over this long break between semesters starting to write creatively again from the ground up and really having like the desire to be writing a novel or novella length piece but not really having the like idea for it if that makes sense like i don't feel like i have like a, a just really clutch idea that i can like sit with and dig into for a really long time and I think that, that I'm finding out, I think this problem is, I don't even know if I'd call it, go so far as to call it a problem, but this situation is like, has like a twofold problem to it or like twofold um, uh, source, which is on the one hand, I'm really rusty right now in terms of just like generative, creative, starting from a blank page style writing as opposed to editing. And so because I'm really rusty at that, it's really hard to see how a little seed of an idea could become an entire novel length story, right? And so what I've been doing, so that's the first problem. And then the second, see, I don't like that I'm using this word problem, but I'm just going to keep rolling with it because I don't want to yeah. keep trying to find a synonym. Um, and then the <laughs> second problem is kind of more about the idea of like, what is a good idea and if i would like i really want to publish i really do and um you're kind of expected to like fit in a genre um and i really love mythic sort of sort of stellar storytelling and magical realism and fantasy um and so far i've done magical realism and mythic sort of mythic style storytelling um, but I haven't done like full on fantasy and the style of fantasy I like is loose. It does not, it is not the Brandon Sanderson style fantasy. Right. It is, it is more along the, um, Terry Pratchett side, the Neil Gaiman side. It's, it's even the Earthsea Ursula K. Le Guin side where it's like magic will not, is not clear enough to like solve problems. And that's not the point anyways. It's just mythical and mystical and things happen that are outside the bounds of things and really it's it's character storytelling um and so i'm kind of nervous to do to like take a full step into fantasy i don't even know if whatever idea that i latch onto next will be a full fantasy idea but i'm nervous about that so to kind of approach all of these issues um i've been doing i've created like a document on my computer that's just like i just title it like shaking off the rust and for a little while now, I will sit down and I will just write something. It doesn't need to be anything. It doesn't need to have a full narrative. It, does, it Like I've done like just straight up character descriptions or something that sort of feels like the introduction to a longer story and or just like this is a description of a place and I'm just like playing with prose and enjoying the act of writing again with the two hopes of like, I will be in the practice of writing regularly. I will be no longer feel like I'm like really rusty at doing this. And 
I feel like if I toy with enough ideas loosely, I will find the next one. So that's kind of where I'm at, um, creatively yeah. speaking. Gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. a fun stage to be in, the kind of noodling before a big project. Yeah, yeah, noodling. That's a, that's a good word for it. it. It definitely feels like I'm... It feels, and I'm sure you know, you remember this feeling, like, like before or like at dress rehearsal or um, any sort of rehearsal before you get started, like everybody pops out their instruments and um, starts like just like fiddling around. This especially happens in jazz classes where you're just like, I'm just running my scales and I'm on the blue scale and suddenly I'm not really uh, doing a, uh, doing much, much, much by way of like warm ups anymore. I'm just like, running little melodies um and i used to do this when i would write like songs on guitar um like little folk songs like i would find that i was just practicing playing and then suddenly i will have found something and i will be right suddenly writing it down and it would become a song so i feel like i'm in that same stage noodling is a great word for it yeah 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 i'm excited to see what comes out of it i think i'm excited for you to take a full I think it'd be awesome if you took a f- like a full step into the fantasy genre. Um, just because, I don't know, we played so much t- Dungeons and Dragons together. You know, I have mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind you could do it and do it really well and really stand out, right? Um, I really appreciate that. And I-, I keep trying to remind myself that in some ways I did a weirder leap with the novella, which is the thing that I did with just magical realism. Magical realism is bizarre. Because it's not yeah. even internally consistent. Um, mm-hmm. Like fantasy kind of needs to be internally consistent in a certain sense. Like things need to make a certain amount of sense. Um, and but magical realism doesn't. You're just you just say things and then just accept them as true. And you have to like own it 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um that's really exciting i can't wait to to see what happens i feel like we'll have to do like a like a update on the rust (laughs) um absolutely and just kind of see what what's what's come of the of the ideas as they oxidize uh because uh yeah that that's that's the idea idea. see what's under there Mm -hmm. well cool it sounds like we have a really full year ahead of us i know Something that we did talk about, I think maybe either off mic or maybe it was on the final episode of last year, was planning our whole year of episodes, which we did start. We have a spreadsheet, uh, and we mm-hmm. are doing that, and yep. we are trying to 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 do that. So we, uh, I guess, make cooler episodes. Uh, <laughs> Definitely some of that, but also some. A part of it is that like taking the 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 planning load off right because it's not actually that hard to come up with 30 episode ideas as opposed to like four to five at a time right so yeah like just why not touch it once and get it done you know that's kind of that's that's kind of a, a philosophy of like for me is that i'm trying to sort of touch things i need to get done fewer times before i do them um yeah waste less energy on them yeah and i think like the energy that we will be saving will probably go directly back into um 
these creative projects we're doing, which I think is, oh, it's always great. It's always great when you can take more energy for the thing you, you want to be doing. Um, so yeah, without a doubt. And for me with the increasing, the increase of limited time for these sorts of things, that's, uh, Oh God, (laughs) Siri, go away. Why are you doing this (laughs) to me? Oh God, I gave myself a heart attack. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your thing. Whew, wow. <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> jumped in the air. Um, <laughs> I, I just put my phone in my pocket. I must have held down the button. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, law school takes a lot of time. I don't have a lot of extra time. I need every little second I can get, you know. Exactly. Whew. Yeah. Okay. Blood pumping. All right. <laughs> yep. And with that, I think uh, we won't take any more of your time, dear listener. Uh Thank you for coming back for our third season of our little show in our little corner of the internet. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. You can follow uh, the show at Dane and Derek everywhere. Um, But we don't really post on social media. Not really, no. (laughs) We'll occasionally tweet something, but who who even knows anymore? Um, And uh, you can see what I'm doing on my Vimeo account, vimeo.com slash Derek Aiello. Super, super simple. Sounds good. Um, you can find me at uh, danewrites.com, uh, D-A-N-E, uh, writes like writing. Um, uh, there's links to uh, my Substack where you can see my writing. I have not updated it recently. Uh, somewhere around mid-October, life in law school got very busy and I wasn't doing... I was like, okay, either I'm, I'm working on the big projects I want to do or... Uh, I'm doing the Substack, and I picked the bigger projects um, and law school, of course. So uh, it's a little out of date, but I'm hoping that will change soon. Um, there's also links to my Instagram for what that's worth um, and music I've written in the past, in the ever increasing past, uh, as well as uh, the other podcasts I have also done in the ever increasing past, though Diceology is still releasing episodes weekly. They're just re-releases of an old show I did. But um, go check all that out. I probably will not say all of that every time from here on out. <laughs> all good. I mean, you could. We could do one episode where we just list links of things we've done, and we could probably fill a whole 32 minutes. I believe it. I absolutely believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us this week. Catch you later. Out here on the sand, not far from land. Sure, I'm warm, but I wish I was cold with you. Out here on the sand, not far from land. Sure. Oh.